Hi, this is Kalyan Karmakar and welcome to Foodocracy for Ha. Foodocracy for Ha is my podcast where I speak to uh, women doing um, some really exciting world in the world of food. And I think that many fabulous things have happened over the last year and a half. And today I'm going to speak to Sonali Nayak, uh, who's at the other end of Mumbai, South Mumbai. I'm in Bandra. She's very much a Mumbai girl and, and such a pleasure to have you on, Sonali. So welcome. Pleasure to be here. And, and thanks for your time. So, um, Absolutely. Uh, so you know, before we get into the topic of the chat and the discussion and uh, her uh, pandemic baby, uh, um, Divine Flavor, which she and her uh, childhood best friend, Mehul, uh, they run it together. And uh, But before we get into all of that, um, Sonali is a diehard uh, foodie. So tell people a bit about uh, uh, Diwali in Mumbai and, uh, you know, what's, what's uh, all the food thing to look forward to then. Because we've just finished Diwali. Yeah. So I uh, would love to hear from you. Uh, Diwali in Mumbai is for me is Ajis Farai. We would make, uh, or both my grandmoms, we would make uh, chakli and kachori and uh, coconut laddus and all these things at home. And then we'd be giving it to everybody in the building. And I don't hold back in Diwali. I love eating my farai in Diwali. I sometimes eat it for breakfast also. So Diwali so, is, it's, it's a meeting people time. It's, it's food exactly. time. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm from outside Mumbai. I've been in Mumbai for 20 years. But uh, Diwali in Calcutta was not that big. Uh, but uh, would it be wrong to say that uh, Diwali is probably the biggest festival in Mumbai? Because it's sort of across community, like Ganesh Chaturthi also to a minute, you know, Maharashtran community, you know, Christmas Eve, this thing. But Diwali is sort of bad. Absolutely yeah? safe. I mean, that's a place where offices have the biggest uh, holidays, longest holidays. and uh, Yeah, yeah. Safe to say that. Uh, although now I've noticed even Ganesh Chaturthi has been, yes. Uh, yes. Is being celebrated by all communities. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. But uh, this year, I think Diwali was even bigger because people yeah. got out after the pandemic, yes. met yes. friends. And, and also Diwali is a very in-home thing. Like Ganesh Satuti is also the, you know, the Diwali is in-home, but there's also the Pandal and all yeah. of that. But Diwali, okay, now, um, you know, what Sonali does is also very interesting because, um, you know, there is a bit of a reflection in terms of how Diwali is uh, changing because, you know, Diwali earlier was about the tra- tradition thing. Like she's Maharashtra and so it's the, what they call the faral and the chakli and the larus and the till larus and stuff. It's just beautiful. Then um, I think, you know, as commercialization happened and as people wanted to celebrate more and this thing, then there became more lavish gifts like, you know, he laden the motichur laddus and chocolates and this, that. And, you know, it, it was really about uh, an excess, uh, which is good, of course. Like she said, she didn't hold back. But I think in the last couple of years, we've become a bit more conscious about what we are eating. Like, for example, we are, we are going back to traditional practices. Like, I must tell you, Sonali, that on Diwali, uh, you know this Chaitanya restaurant? Uh, I mean, you're a foodie. Have you been to Chaitanya at uh, Worldly? Yes. Uh, Devi? <laughs> yeah. So uh, they were very kind enough to send me a Diwali basket, and they call it uh, Malwani Meva, so which is apparently the sort of stuff which I have in Malwan. And um, they sent a couple of chaklis and farsan and all that, and Lots of types of ladus, thin ladus. I'm not a big fan of the sweet stuff, so I normally like the chaklis and all, but there were two chaklis, you know, because there are many, many packs. So I started having the ladus, and it was so good. You know, there was black sesame, then there was bundi, then there was 
rice, which is like a Bengal kamoa, and 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 I think most of it was sweetened with jaggery and very marginal sweetness. So yes, um, you know, and then more or less on the same day, Sonali was kind enough to uh, drive down to the suburbs, and uh, she got us uh, some of her uh, granola, which we were introduced to uh, last year. And, um, you know, so, so this is her brand, Divine Flavor. You know, after so many interviews by now, I've learned where to hold the packaging and all that, <laughs> like in front of, earlier, like, okay, okay, I'm holding it here, it's not showing. So this Divine Flavor, like last year, we came across her brand. Then uh, she also took part in the Home Chef's uh, 2021 awards. And, and she was in the top 10 finalists in the new category coming up in Home Chefs, which is of uh, products and uh, food products and so on. And, and I must say that, uh, you know, when we had it last year, the fact that, you know, granolas are made by uh, someone at home and, yeah, and you can see what uh, has been used and a lot of indigenous ingredients like ragi and, and, and so on, uh, or, or jaggery and date rather than uh, say ingredients which you don't understand. Then at my request, she made me one which is completely without sugar as well. And I've seen this trend um, uh, this year in Diwali giftings where, uh, people are sort of giving, uh, you know, granola, they're giving traditional uh, laddus, they're giving more of dry fruits, perhaps. So, uh, in a way, what you've done is um, um, sort of uh, as a precursor to a trend. I mean, you did it last year, and, and it's sort of becoming a trend now. So, Sonali, now, uh, that's enough of me talking. Tell me about <laughs> yourself, and how did Divine Flavor happen, and how did someone who's like a diehard foodie, uh, you know, uh, become a granola maker because you're also an interior designer by qualification. Yes, that's true. Uh, Divine came about, it's a lockdown baby completely. And um, I was out of work. My uh, whole team had run away to the village because they all live here in these rented rooms. Yes. Uh, in addition to that, um, I worked really hard through 2019 to lose a lot of weight. And one of the things I would eat for breakfast would be overnight oats. And this was extremely filling and um, energy fueling for me, you know, to go through the rest of the day. And then uh, I was trying of thinking if I can find something like this in the supermarkets. When I went to look, I didn't find anything which had no sugar, refined sugar, or had all these emulsifiers and preservatives and all these alphabet number ingredients. And I felt like um, it's a great thing to explore, to make uh, something which people can eat for breakfast as a snack, which is homemade, pure, has no unidentifiable ingredients. And it's also something that... Uh, In fact, you write you it all it, down uh, over here. You, yes, you, everything's you, you mention everything very, very, very clearly. Including yeah. the FSCI standards and all that. Every yeah. single ingredient in there is written on the packet. And I, I we got a amazing response in the first month itself and I said, but, okay, how, uh, but i want to ask you sorry uh, for interjecting but um you know uh, were you into cooking before one and two is even I, if you were into cooking i mean muesli is not something which one sort of makes right i mean i yeah. can understand it was a poha or you're, you're making a bhel mix so uh, so i've actually been asked this before because huh? i have been cooking with both my ajis since i was a kid i would be Bo both your grandmoms yes ajis yes. yeah and uh, my nani and my grandmom who's still here now she's 92 um, oh so is my grandmom 92 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're very strong. They're very, very strong and resilient. Hats off to them. Yes. Uh, I, they're both amazing cooks and I would be in the kitchen watching them since I was a kid. So I have been cooking pretty much since I could reach the gas stove I've been <laughs> cooking. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, the newsly came about just like that. I said, look, I'm putting these things in my overnight oats. What huh. if I bake this, make it a little like something that people can, you can even soak it in your milk overnight. You can sprinkle mm. it on some tahi. You can, so it just came about from what I was eating itself in that entire okay. period of me losing weight. And for me, losing weight is not the goal. The goal mm. is to eat cleaner and know what you're eating. Mm. Know the ingredients that go into what you're eating. Mm. So that's how it came about because I couldn't find anything like it. There are granolas that you can find in the supermarket, but they all have all these additives, preservatives, True. all this stuff. Yeah, and, and some of the locally made ones, uh, sometimes the supply was not that consistent or the labeling earlier was not that clear. I think, you know, with FSSI asking for home chefs to also get licensed and, and you know, I think also folks like you, like you said, I mean, yeah. this is what you were eating and what you were consuming. So you probably had people like you uh, in mind. Where did the idea of, um, you know, oats uh, come about in the beginning to you? Was it like a dietitian? Was it a doctor? Or, or did you sort of read about it when you do, did it for yourself? You know, uh, I did a lot of research on uh, foods that aren't, uh, that I didn't want to give up a single uh, food group. I don't believe okay. in giving up carbs, giving up this, giving up that. So I never gave up any food group. What I decided was I want to see the best foods in all the different food groups. And oats is a very low GI. On the glycemic mm. index, it's very low, which means mm. it will keep giving you bursts of energy instead of just leaving out the energy at one time. And then, mm. you know, you're hungry again. So it keeps you full for longer. So that's how mm. oats came about. I was just reading about what I can eat for breakfast because I used to eat just a fruit and go and work mm. out and I would halfway through my workout, I'd be half dead. So I was like, I need some carb in the morning to fuel me to go forward. And I don't mm. want to eat bread. And I mean, I don't mind. I love bread. Who doesn't? Mm. All Bombay girls love flour <laughs> and bread. Yes. But every day it's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Every day, it's not sustainable to eat bread in the morning. Mm. So I wanted something else. So uh, in, in a diet, which is sort of based with this, so you have it as a granola, as a breakfast or whatever, and then you have whatever are your regular meals later, right? Yeah, regular I mean, what... lunch, roti, sabzi, dinner, I'll eat oh. some grilled meat and some veggies and things. Mm. Regular. Regular. In fact, my mom... Loves huh. to eat the granola in a little bowl just by itself with her tea in the evening. Even I did that with your with your granola, or even granolas in general, with a bit of dahi, with a cut fruit sometimes in the evening, uh, or sometimes you know as a dessert substitute. Uh, I mean, there are points of view on whether dahi should be at night or granola should be at night, but maybe better than a gulab jamun. Or... Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so okay, so now let's take uh, take uh, let's go back to 2020. When when did you start this? When in 2020 did you? We launched on uh, 11th October. 11th October, and uh, I do remember that. Uh, I, I mean, I do know that you you went national because one of our judges for Home Chef is uh, Prabhana Siman. I think while she was judging, she came across your entry, so she suddenly stopped her judging and placed an order because at that point, even now probably she's in Chennai. 
and she later Chandra. told me I, I ordered from the granola girl i said the granola girl there so okay <laughs> because you're not supposed to discuss too much of the you know the people who are judging and all that but also coordinator so so you ship nationally yes and how do people uh, know about you where do you sort of uh, so we uh, recently launched our website okay we recently launched our own website so place orders can be placed online and we're on instagram facebook regular stuff and people can even whatsapp us in fact a couple of corporates whatsapped us and got in touch with us for diwali gifting for corporate yeah. gifting so so does that time, work well because a lot of people um, who are sort of starting home chef based um, sort of businesses whether it's cooking or like new products uh they might sometimes wonder should we list ourselves on retail sites or or you know is our own social media enough so what is what is your uh, experience like i mean have you listed at any of the other retail sites like big basket amazon anything like that at this point or or is it more uh, so your since um the quantities we make at this is my experience since the quantities and, and this from home what you're doing yeah. everything is from yeah Yeah. So since since the quantities we make are much lesser, our input costs are costs are obviously higher than yes. a huge company that has a manufacturing yeah. facility and things like that. So it becomes very difficult to list on Amazon, Big Basket because they take a lot. Their mm. percentages are high, even Zomato, Suki, etc. Their percentages are high. So mm. um, I spent about a month and I built my own website. Hmm. uh and i did the plus you are a design person you have a bit of a yes uh, interior the labels advantage. and all are done by me only i was saying you're going to say interior advantage but in advantage so yeah so you did your own labeling and all huh? yeah <clears throat> yeah so, so so you feel uh, that this is a sustainable uh, mode of business for the moment because like you said yeah. that yeah i mean when you're doing your own things the um, the expenses are much higher for a smaller quantity uh so i think because you don't want to compromise on uh, quality quality like even when you're doing things like gifting and all the yeah. corporates who approach need to realize that you're not going to a big company you're going yes. to someone at home so the boxes and all those things are going to cost more cuz we're not buying 10000 of them yes or 20000 of them so you know these things and but the website is doing surprisingly well because i think people find it easier right, to yeah. just order online yeah because the whatsapp was a lot of back and forth ha huh? this doesn't instagram also offer a thing of like my my wife kenas is a bad online shopper so at any point i ask her what are you doing i'm i'm shopping so she often orders from instagram as well i think i mean i need to go to the local kirana shop i'm a bit <laughs> old fashioned but you know i only got tech uh, tech savvy for this whole venture before that uh, even i'm but uh, so in a way you reinvented yourself because uh, because your interior work. design work was very people work right you'd meet your client then you'd have your workmen at the site all of that to now this is like in your house i don't know whether it's one room and one laptop and you know it's, it's a completely it, yeah, different yeah one room with my laptop setup and my kitchen so did it did it, did it feel difficult in the beginning because you know as a interior designer and i'm asking you this because you know i used to work in market research for years before i got into food writing uh, professionally and and it took me a bit of while to adjust from the being in a buzz of an office environment to sitting alone at that time not even with two cats and of course kenas was uh, going to work did you find it and and i chose it this was sort of thrust upon you the lockdown was thrust upon all of us uh, yeah. by the pandemic but did you do you find it difficult 
initially so obviously we started in october i started research for this somewhere around july or june hmm. till then i was feeling very overwhelmed obviously i yes. think we all were all of us were yes. all of us were and then i said i was working out every day at home i was doing all this against like oh, you can't, can't go to gym also yeah which was the worst thing for me because yeah, yeah. that was my happy place yeah, of course now i understand you yeah. and i was like i don't know when my team is going to come back and uh, by then unfortunately i had lost two of my team members to covid so and i was like this is not looking very good and very uh, promising and uh, initially when we started it was difficult and overwhelming to even make 10 packets in a day because we the process was it physically challenging or or emotionally overwhelming both Wow. both it was both and uh, at that time when i started even though mehul could come sometimes to help he still had to work from home yeah because he's in the commodities yeah uh, so it had become uh, so the now my mom's become a pro uh, my how my house help he right i don't call him my house help he's like a brother to me he's been there since i was a child he has become a pro <laughs> so and my grandmom counts all the packets and she's like oh so have you given them shares or no in in your company even you're asking me this all my full <laughs> family is like how much are you paying them oh. have they got stake in your company i said let let it fall that way sweat equity sweat equity <laughs> you should tell them yeah yeah sweat equity what. means that that in the beginning you invest without any uh, hope of return <laughs> but like well, except maybe the smile okay now um what i'm very uh, interested in is that uh, just to like uh, because i'm also using you as a sort of test case for people who want to start off and uh, this thing so you know there are different flavors like even what you sent recently uh, there's kaju pista there is a dark chocolate walnut seed and coconut hazelnut some of these have been your flavors right from the beginning so um, um how did you Uh, we we now know that how you've decided you decided on granola because overnight oats was working well for you and you were making your own own combinations and you felt that there's a market for something like this because there's no supply and and you uh, identified that and you came into it uh, but but how what next in terms of like you know for people in food it next comes into sort of planning your menu or portfolio or product mix so um Uh, two things did you at that point decide that i'm going to be in granola for now and that's it and if so how how would the flavors how did you choose the flavors so i as i do most things i do what i like to eat mm-hmm. and um at that time things had just about opened up so we fast was working so i knew that there are certain people that i can send to and i was sending small batches to people to ask them for feedback yes so i got feedback from people uh, what i tried to do was not go only to family because family is biased yeah so yeah. what i tried to do was i asked family and family friends to give me their friends addresses yeah and i asked for feedback from quite a few people i even gave it in my building and, and see not uh, granola is again something which not everyone has like for example if you were making idli mixes for example you know everyone has idlis yeah uh, so you know they'll have a point of view on what's good bad ugly but granola i'm sure for a lot of people you experimented with sample it would be a bit of a new thing right i mean maybe thoda more in a hotel buffet they might have had and this that but yeah it was a new thing 
and many people were not sure what it was called what it was made of and at that time right. there was no labeling or anything so i had to explain to a lot of people how they can eat it it's healthy and also at that time people were very conscious about like anything coming from outside you exactly. know exactly because of the yeah. covid uh, fears yeah yeah so i uh, i this is how i tried and then family then came after that and oh. we sent it out to family mehul sent it out to some of his friends i sent it to some of my friends and um we got a lot of feedback good and bad which is a good thing and uh, that's how we just tweaked 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 and then it took 3 months and now we're at a stage where if we have to develop a new flavor we can do it in a matter of 2 weeks because we know what works and what doesn't work that's how we came up with the kaju pista for diwali because ah. we ha huh, because we said we'll do something special just for diwali yeah and we gave it to uh I can't remember. We gave it to somebody to try, and I remember somebody saying, "I felt like I was eating kheer for breakfast." I said, "That's uh, exactly what I wanted." Positive. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I haven't opened the packs yet myself. These packs, but uh, yeah, and that's uh, that's interesting because uh, you know flavor mixes and stuff like that. Because that's a very important thing to understand what works, what doesn't work. Another important thing. especially in a in a packaged product which you're doing like in a way say fmcg is um, is consistency again going back to an idli thing if you are going to an udp you don't mind if like one day the sambar sweetness is slightly more sagginess yeah. the idli is one day a bit softer a bit tougher but when it's coming out of a packet then people expect uh, consistency and consistency is something which is a bit hard to deliver for a home operation so how do you ensure that Uh, um, uh, because I know I've tried your products multiple times, so that consistency is there. I've shared it sometimes with our friends uh, who've loved it. So how how do you maintain that consistency? That was uh, a process. So the good thing about Mayol and I is we're very meticulous. Everything is okay. an Excel sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is an Excel sheet. So, so you're not have... like oh, this, oh, I'm a creative person. I can't like don't come in don't in different me. aspects. Yes. <laughs> but in this i was like it can't taste different you know when i gave the second packet to somebody and that's how people will keep ordering yes so we have like a set recipe we follow it exactly to the t everybody knows no 1 gram off 2 grams off not allowed i'm i'm very very ocd about these things and we have the recipes stuck on my wall in the kitchen so that's how we got to doing it all excel sheets are all up in my kitchen on the wall but but that's uh, fabulous now uh, tell me um, see the initial thing you you sampled it and then uh, the orders came and people saw it on instagram people trying and uh, all of that and then how did the business grow for you is it uh, more of repeat or or is it more of fresh uh, this thing or what because granola is something which is a very habit thing like cereal and and yes. people tend to uh, normally tend to stick to brands or stuff like that so did did you see that happening for you yeah in fact we were very uh, surprised with the amount of repeat orders and not only from bombay from places like delhi kerala and like our seed and coconut is a super hit in kerala <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah there were quite a few repeat customers even in bombay and uh, so instagram has what has helped us a lot That's for sure 
for sure and we also run our ads and things like that on instagram whatever we can little bit budget for the ads mm. and uh, instagram has definitely helped us get new customers as well for sure but we do have our few who always order monthly so we even trying to see if we can set up some sort of a subscription plan on the website for them mm. and things like that yeah but it makes sense because you know every business uh you know finally like they say that it, it looks for 80 20 mix of 80 of regular customers and 20 of uh, new even for, even yeah. for big businesses and big companies of course at at a growth phase you are looking at new uh, customers as well now yeah. um uh, you know the thing about uh, you know there are two ways where home chefs uh, build their brand uh, either uh, and in most cases it's it's about the person so you know straight away a few names which come to mind in uh, mumbai uh, marina balakrishnan or maduk mugwevia Uh, or you know so on, um, you know, or or just me, you know, there's Namak Swadhan sir or Sherry, Metaf huh. Kanak. They of course, no, yeah. Sherry is not a home chef anymore. Or uh, building it around uh, the brand, like for Marina is both. It's it's Utupura as well as Marina. Uh, for you, uh, when I go through your Instagram and everything, um, uh, Sonali, I see it's it's more about uh, divine flavor than. Sonali and Mehul, or or Mehul and Sonali, is that a conscious call uh, you guys took? And if so, I'd like to know why, and how's it work for you? So, yeah, Mehul and I have a lot of arguments about this. Mehul's like, you are the face of the brand. You should be uh, more on the page, and I'm like, I'm not comfortable with this yet. And he hates being on the camera, and he's a he's not that kind of a person. He likes being in the back. But I know I would even even I would like to proactively be. more active on the page and have my face out there but i just need to get used to it and also i'm doing so much work that by the end of the day i'm <laughs> so tired and it shows on my face and i yes, just need yeah, to yeah. chalk out the time to be able to you know do some reels and things like that so it's just we're doing it it's just two of us yeah, and I we're marketing that. we are shooting we are making everything So hats off to you guys. In fact, this Diwali, I took a bit of a break from social media. I mean, not like complete break. Occasionally, I would check like if anyone's left a comment on my stuff, which I need to answer. But otherwise, and and I know what you mean because uh, and and you are running a business. I mean, there are times when at night I'm having something and I want and I'm just because for me it's very spontaneous. But I know that at that time, you know, I'm looking tired. I'm wearing a ghar ka t-shirt and and you know. But but the important thing is, I would then like to know what has your experience been because. You know, right now it's almost like people feel, and and a lot of us have also said that it's you know important to put yourself over front. I mean, just to the same, and that's how you, in your case, differentiate yourself from a bakery or a Kellogg or, or something like that. I mean, their companies, while here is uh, uh, this thing. So, how has this worked for you? Do you think that the personal connect is still happening? And if so, how do you build a personal connect? for us the personal connect was happening because we were getting all orders on whatsapp right up until now mm. so mm. i've spoken to so many new people over the last one year and i feel like uh, there's a very weird kind of uh, i don't know what to call it but there's some sort of uh, thing attached to putting your face on instagram so i, no, I know it's, like, it's it's the other way yeah it's become like i feel my uh, brand should yes you know speak for itself because it's the why should my face get me more sales <laughs> it's yeah. my product should that should get me more sales and over the last year speaking to so many people getting such good feedback in fact last year was our first diwali and we were like 
not sleeping we were working from <laughs> 9 in the morning to 11 at night and we were like yeah. burnt out and we loved it we loved it so uh, it, it, i like the fact that i'm get i was getting to talk to so many people but it was getting very difficult to keep it all on whatsapp hence we decided to launch the website and things like that but we're getting new subscribers so we're sending emails to them thanking them for subscribing and it's not like a very automated thing because it's us behind the computer it's yeah. not like a you know system generated thing so so there'll be a difference in each email even if it's like a slight bit yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. so i know I'm, I'm glad that you brought this out and and uh, you know when i do these interviews i mean they're meant to be uh, sort of case studies and examples to people so uh, you know people have come across um, you know cases where they have built successful brands around them but and and which is one way but what you've shown is that there's another way of building uh, a brand which is maybe around your product or or, or something like that and and uh, i mean each is really possible so it's yeah. uh, i think it's to each person what works for them what what excites them like you said about your product is what excites uh, you so um uh, so you you started in uh, october and now we are in next october so which is no november so november. Uh, 13 13 months so you've completed a year so so congratulations thank um, you um you know if you if you think of where you are today and if you go back to october 2020 uh, could you have any way foreseen uh, how things are now no i thought i thought honestly i am not being a skeptical person but i thought i'll end up only giving orders to family when and whenever they order uh. and i have to thank you because uh, the home chefies was a very big thing for us to show us that what we're doing is good and what we're doing is right and that helped us really get like an impetus to plan ahead and since that happened we've planned more products we've planned a different line of products that we're launching next year and we're working on all these new things which basically make cooking easier and eating cleaner easier and that's that's, that's wonderful and i must say that uh, and i'm sorry cut you here but i must say that it is completely uh, to your uh, credit and 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 to everyone who won with i just want uh, people to realize that what happened in home chefy so in home chefy's uh, you know 13 14 categories and we had 80 800 odd entries not 800 individuals but with some people with multiple categories and um, you know the the judging was completely scientific so there's an excel sheet which one created this is weightages and all that and uh, you know ex market research person and the judges were people who are not from the food industry so they uh, and uh, so and they got very excited but they didn't really know what was happening in food and stuff so the fact that you know um, first of all you were you were one and you were in the top 10 in your category is a big thing because i thought i, I knew some people who were doing fabulous work uh, in mumbai and i thought that they would be the winners i mean you know and and no discredit to them but uh, the winners were from everywhere so it it takes a lot of i mean very few one of the very few people whom i knew and uh, whose work i admire who actually uh, one i don't know if i'm the unlucky mascot but the fact that the judges were getting so excited that you know they were coming across their names and the work and they were ordering and stuff so uh, that was the idea i mean it was uh, one to sort of show uh, what is happening and two this is just a beginning i mean like you said i mean you're doing the 
planning so much more. So yeah. um, uh, before I get into the planning so much more, uh, you know, um, uh, again, MBA textbooks talk, but they say that a business eventually sort of uh, defines its, its business uh, vision, or they say that we are in the business of, you know, uh, doing this or giving this or stuff like that. So um, 13 months down the line, do you and Mehul, do you guys have a vision? Did you always have a vision? Has there been a change? Um, vision has, the vision has always been to make people eat, like know what you're putting into your food and to into okay. your mouth. That has always been the vision. It has- And, and make them realize the need to do so. Yes, exactly. And also the fact that tomorrow, even if we touch wood, if we ever have like a manufacturing facility, it will still be the same. Okay. There will be no emulsifiers and all those things. And I, I feel that- We are recording all of this, huh? no editing. So in, when you become like a huge, huge brand, then we'll like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I, those things, I've read so much and those things have a very long-term uh, effect on your body, on your organs, on your kidney, on your liver. And the vision has always been to make pure recipes, which are, see, granola is something that our families never ate. So this is something different. But the products that we're following, uh, foraying into also, so a lot of them are home recipes. Uh, a lot of them are recipes that I've come up with through my random cooking escapades in the kitchen um, it's the vision is always going to be to feed people and to help people understand what they're eating and not eat irresponsibly mm. so, and I think that is great that some folks like you uh, you know people from the younger generation are thinking this way because uh, you know traditionally the thought process is that you know when you're young you can eat anything and then you don't really bother too much and we, we've all been there done there and then when you're in I've the, made that mistake yeah, <laughs> 40s, made... 50s and stuff then you start okay like <laughs> can you tell me a yeah, bit yeah, about I've made that glycemic mistake, index you know, <laughs> the, the time of my life where I would like to go back to and change what I was eating is the time that I drastically became unhealthy and I realized when I turned 30 that I can't climb a flight of stairs without losing my breath. And this is not right. I'm very young right now. Exactly. And the food choices just changed. Something changed overnight and the food choices just changed. I still enjoy my McDonald's once in a while. Oh. I love it. Pizza, pizza. I love all these things. Oh. But on a daily basis, you cannot eat this every day. Exactly. And I, I see your stories and your home food and, you know, yeah. that's exactly, and especially a place like Can India. you believe it? Today I had rice, dal and uh, lao, which is lauki. My mom Same here. <laughs> oh, you Same said here. rice, dal and lauki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, no, these things. And now for lauki, for example. In yeah, India, I, I would how never many touch ways lauki. of lauki? Ah, huh. I would never touch it till my wife also, till five years back. And now we ask for it, you know, we have our own point of view. And and, and I think that's where someone like you, you know, when you say that, uh, like you said, that now I will make it interesting to you. I think that makes a big difference. Huh. That's the thing. See, oh, you, oh, Loki tastes horrible. But we're in India, you know, how many types of Loki ka sabzi you can make? You <laughs> I know? remember there was this ad long time back, wasn't it? Cadbury or someone that asked dinner, like, uh, Loki. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, do you see this change happening among your uh, contemporaries, like uh, your, you know, the, the your generation and the people who are starting to work now, and your friends and your cousins and all that? Are people getting a bit more conscious? Um, Much uh, more conscious. Absolutely. Oh, Much baby more. Loaf, baby loaf is here. Hi. <laughs> He's very conscious about what he eats. He doesn't eat only He's unlike his Lean younger brother. <laughs> unlike his <laughs> younger brother who gives me no problem. But uh, yeah, coming back to uh, this thing. Uh, so do you see that people getting more conscious about what they're eating? and Definitely so. Everyone... So how do, how do your friends react to like uh, your uh, what, you're, what you're doing now? Because they knew you as this interior designer and someone who loves to food. So how, how's, the, how's the reaction to it? More of my closest friends always knew even before I knew that I will end up in food <laughs> because and my mom also says the same thing today she says you know if my dad was here today he would say the same thing as well that my mom gets angry with me because I don't have any of her serial whatever star plus channels on my tv in my room I only have food channels and lifestyle what, what do you watch what do you like watching TLC, I watch TLC, I watch Food Food, I watch yeah. all the, this, my TV, if it's ever on, it's always a food show. And mm-hmm. I haven't been able to travel too much in my life, but I have traveled through the TV. And, yeah, that's and, and travel I, hap- traveling happens with the age. I mean, I don't think that 20, 30, most of any of us have traveled too much. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, whatever I know about food, like even Neil says, how do you know this? You've never been there. I'm like, maybe <laughs> I watch everything. Like you'll watch a show on Spain or you'll watch yeah, uh, yeah. Jamie Oliver in Italy. Or yes. I I love Jamie Oliver, by the way. Love him with all my heart. <laughs> His enthusiasm is really... Uh, yeah, and how he just throws things together. Not like how we Indians yeah. cook. Yeah. Hey, yeah. masala, yeah, masala. Yeah. throws things together. It turns out amazing. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So uh, most of my even flavors that I think about come from I, a lot of it comes from what I've seen on TV or what I know works. And that day, Nehul was like, "How do you know this will work?" I said, "Because these are flavors I know work together. <laughs> because of how many fo- like I, books also I have a lot of. I just got uh, I got this really nice gifted this really nice coffee table book about the biryanis of India." Oh, so I haven't opened it yet, and I love these are the gifts I love. Either you give me food or books about food, <laughs> or both together. Because like if you're hungry at night, then yeah. what to? Okay, so you know, uh, I want to now ask you that in in your granolas, I know that you put in uh, you know local ingredients like ragi, then uh, you know uh, date powder, jaggery at times. Um, then uh, so tell me uh, some of the introductions which you consciously did of uh, you know local um, ingredients in, in in your existing range yeah so ragi is so versatile like i sometimes eat a ragi bhakri for lunch yeah yeah so and ragi is again low gi it's a lot of fiber so these it's very good so ragi uh, is the same as nachni right no nachni yes. is that nachni is, is ragi no ragi yeah. so the amaranth yeah. is what amaranth um, is... rajgira Rajgira, yes, yes. Mm. Mm. So uh, that also I know because we used to have Rajgira laddus for Diwali. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um, and I tried to source honey that's local from like local farmers. 
sourcing has been very difficult for somebody like me who has no in anywhere you yeah, know yeah no, you don't have any to, industry contact yeah so how yeah. do you find it we've been making crazy amounts of calls talking to people people don't entertain you because your quantities are not that much yeah yeah so it's very difficult to find ingredients we have recipes written out for things but we're not finding ingredients and suppliers so that's all who knows maybe someone might listen to you and connections might form because you know i have interviewed uh, some people on foodocracy far like straight away like you know um, mehar of uh, fairer foods uh, for example who's sourcing spices uh and and you know launching her uh spices then uh, the it's the folks behind chai ka tea who are you know sourcing teas like that so i'm seeing that there, there are a lot of uh, people uh women because i've been interviewing a lot of women but you know uh, you know sort of uh, who are in their 20s 30s 40s and who are sort of uh, understanding the value of this who are now themselves working and trying to get these ingredients and i'm sure that as you on as all of you start looking beyond your businesses once you get your own to hold i'm sure there'll be a lot of collaborative work which will happen because you know they will you know it's 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 when you've done it yourself that you understand that mindset like like you said i mean exactly. a big uh, wholesaler will wonder that why just one liter of honey but uh, they will understand exactly. because they have gone through the same thing to get you know 30 uh, turmeric bottles Uh, yeah. they, not done Something very problem. interesting I noticed recently is like a couple of companies I can't get the names immediately, but a couple mm. of companies have launched websites or some sort of shops or things like that where they do small uh, quantities of uh, things for smaller companies. Like even you, like uh, I mean, these packages like typically one comes up across uh, you know the unit sizes which are much larger in. granola or cereals but you want to like try new things and yeah even so packages f- were difficult to figure out where to get it from and hmm. most companies we came to we came across said that you need to buy 20000 and how did you do it through internet searches by finding these yes. people and all this <laughs> google <laughs> google is the best it's a lot of hard work huh lots of hard work lots of research and then lots of frustration because you're not finding the right person but even now um, our packages now we're trying to upgrade we're trying to go through i'm not very happy with the plastic so i want to go to something that's biodegradable so we're mm. even talking to a couple of companies for that just slowly one step at a time because we don't even have any external investment or anything like that it's all just both of us yeah. but you know i am uh, as i heard you speak and as a and i'm thinking of so many of the interviews which has one has done over the last um, 18 19 months and maybe 16 um i i know so many people who are talking of the sort of thing which you are doing and everyone's coming in with different products spices some are going to the core products like you said sourcing honey some are coming with you know the first level thing and stuff i'm quite convinced that this uh, new generation new movement which is coming out is going to create its own ecosystem and then uh, it will be dependent on the you know the downward patriarchy sort of thing and <laughs> money hacks yeah so so now uh, what next because you you've done uh, granola you've which is a sort of western product in a sense and you brought in some uh, indian elements to it uh, but you also realized that your vision is to make sure that uh, people are conscious about what they're consuming so that is what you are you are not just in making yes. granola or just uh, breakfast maybe this is step one 
So what are some of the plans which you have, which you would like to share perhaps? And who knows, maybe someone might hear you and uh, come up with some solutions. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Sourcing has been a nightmare. But uh, yeah, so we uh, are planning to launch uh, spice mixes, which are like home recipes, either my grandmom or somebody from Mehul's side, or some of them are even my own recipes. And these are just going to make it easier for people who don't want to spend lots of time cooking or who just don't think and order from outside. But then now what they can do is they can either just throw in some spice with a protein, some vegetables, or even into rice mm. and make like a like a flavored rice or a flavored meal with very easy ready-made spice mixes, which again are just going to be purely just spices. No ufa things. No <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and you were also telling me about trying more try a more sugar-free sort of yeah. So we are also launching two sugar-free flavors, uh, hmm. which have which are only sweetened with pure dates, no, no honey. So they'll also be vegan now because yeah. uh, vegans don't eat honey, which hmm. for some reason I was unaware of. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but, but I do remember uh, working with a vegan products company and they, they've come up with a vegan honey. So yeah, I mean, like you said. Huh, but what, what I'm saying is that they, that might be for a very small um, percentage who are really keen to still have the honey. But something you might not know is I was approached by a Jain gentleman. Uh, a lot of staunch Jains don't eat honey as well. Because of the same thing, no? because uh, for Jains, uh, there's a thing about any living beings or microbes. Uh, you know, that's why they don't have root vegetables because it's pulled out of the way. Huh. But then I uh, spoke to some other Jains who are like, no, honey is very okay. So yeah. we, and uh, to be fair, I want to not lose out on, I don't want anyone to lose out on trying it. And I don't want to lose out on Different communities of people, the vegans, exactly. the gens. I okay. want everyone to try it. So well, sometimes you might come up with nicer uh, products sometimes by those experimentations. And, yeah. Well, you know, I, I wanted to tell you this uh, when you were talking about, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Rajgi Raj or Bhakti and all that, that um, uh, earlier I was speaking to uh, um, Mr. Amitabh, um, this, sorry, Mr. Mr. Abhijit Banerjee who's a Nobel Prize winner in economics in 2019. So he's written a cookbook called Cooking to Save Your Life. Uh, so where Abhijit Banerjee was saying, and, and he's a very interesting combination. His father, uh, Bengali mother, Maharashtrian. So uh, from Calcutta, but he said that, you know, when he used to come home uh, in the summer holidays to his mama's house and all of that, it was about, he was saying that what happened to, you know, Jawar Bajra Bhakris and people don't know that. And, you know, Sometimes it gives us such a different texture from having, say, a naan. Or like yeah. even naan, if you see, there's so much volume. So, do you know, when you're having naan and say your butter chicken, you know, then you're having an equal amount. While, say, you're having like a nice, uh, you know, kombi, kombrichi rasa. And, and yeah. uh, you know, with that, you sort of take a rice bakri and it sort rice of bakri. melts into it. So, I think it's, um, uh, I mean, the way you're thinking is, um, I think the way the world uh, is is thinking. So, so I think that. Uh, that's great. And, and from what I understand, um, no plans right now to uh, get back to interior designing, right? <laughs> so far, I'm overwhelmed with work over here in a very yeah. good way. I'm thankful. And uh, we'll see when when we can scale up and when I can have 
maybe a production unit or something like that but maybe i will still do that because that's what uh, i think i've been doing since i got out of school because dad was an architect and interior designer so i started working with him as soon as i got out of school and then i got my certification later so yeah both can work hopefully <laughs> yes yes so uh, in a way it's a similar concept because an interior design i mean uh, philosophically is is about sort of designing the house and you know the place you're going to live in and uh, what you're doing is designing food for the body it's which is what you what you actually live in actually I live said, in yeah yeah thought of this right now you can water wow <laughs> <laughs> yes so so this is uh, sonali nayak and uh, divine flavors is her brand uh, currently she is into uh, granolas and uh, while she's based in mumbai you can find her on the divine divine flavors website or on instagram and uh, she will send it to you anywhere currently in india do you send it other ways places as well outside the country she's frozen oops we uh, lost the internet for a moment but got it back and both my cats are awake and uh, <laughs> demanding my attention uh, sonali and mehul very sweetly uh, uh, you know in the diwali gift made it a point to write that it's for baby loaf and little nimki So there they are. Well, anyway, like I said, uh, Divine Flavors are there on Instagram, on the website, and and they deliver across India, across Mumbai, across the world. Yet, across India for now. <laughs> across uh, India for now. Maybe you can get uh, some of your relatives to carry it for you if you're not based in India. And uh, let me say that it our stuff comes highly recommended. We we love it. Uh, our friends love it. Our friends from other cities who shipped it in, they've loved it. uh and and we loved your story and i'm sure it's going to inspire lots and lots of people so um happy diwali is also um, happy new year for the gujaratis yes, uh, you know and and uh, may you guys finish the year on a like a high and and get off for the new year thank you so much shalot it was an absolute pleasure talking to you and i remember you guys while opening these and munching them it <laughs> thank you so much for having me thank absolute you absolute pleasure Bye. Bye. Bye.